You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you can get podcasts. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Derek Jeter! This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib alongside Thomas Carinante. The Yankees have their first real injury of the spring. You will not see Zach Britton for a while, but it will not be the entire season. Why we're sort of relieved by this news and who we might see step up in the interim, whether they be people in the organization or outside of it. That's a teaser for you. Also, Clint Frazier ran into a wall again. Why did he do that? We are going to admonish him for doing that on March 9th. And uh, Gary Sanchez, pretty good baseball player. Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us a five-star review along with the mailbag question. We will be more than happy to answer it. Thomas Carinante, welcome. Happy Wednesday. Uh, You exhaled a little bit, didn't you, when the Britain news dropped? It's a happier Wednesday than it is uh, Tuesday. Tuesday was quite the roller coaster. You saw the initial update with Britain. Very, very vague to once again, classic Yankees fashion, just vague. Zach Britton being sent for an MRI because he felt soreness after a bullpen session. Where was the soreness? Why did we learn 30 minutes to 45 minutes later that it ended up being his elbow? I don't know, but it's it's what we're used to every year. I know at this point we probably should be numb to it, but we're not. We're still triggered by every minor injury update, regardless of the severity. Uh, huge exhale, though, I will say. Um, he will not miss the season. Bone spur removal. We're looking at three to four months. I'd say let's peg him for the start of the second half of the season just to be safe. Uh, Gio Urshela underwent this just same surgery in uh, December. 
uh, and he was he's targeting a return for opening day. Uh, but the thing with Britain is obviously his job is using that elbow full speed for when he's brought in. Um, and now he's losing time on building his arm strength back up, which he was already behind on because he revealed to people this week that uh, he had an ugly bout with COVID back in January. So uh, very rough off season for the left-hander. We truly wish him a speedy recovery and all the best. Um, but what happens in the meantime? I, I think there are plenty of options. I don't think this is awful news for the Yankees uh, in the sick twisted world that I live in, in my head, because I've had to get used to injuries over the last four years is that there's always an opportunity for somebody else to step up, eat innings, prove themselves, potentially come an op- option down the stretch, maybe in the postseason when you're trying to put together the best, best roster possible. So, and don't forget, there's still options in free agency on the trade market we could talk about. So, um, uh, the, the signing of Justin Wilson, I think alleviates this, uh, a fairly good amount. And we could talk about, how else uh, the bullpen is going to be able to get by without arguably its best reliever for the past three years. Yeah, I guess there was theoretically a world where the MRI just came back and it was inflammation and it would shut him down for a couple of weeks. But honestly, I don't you, want you know, I don't, I don't think that, I mean, I, I didn't think that, you know, there's also obviously the very real possibility where somebody, you know, it wasn't forearm soreness and Aaron Boone claimed it wasn't UCL related, but who on earth trusts Aaron Boone? I had people chirp. I had people chirping at me this morning being like, bro, it's already not UCL. Like, look at the news. And it's like, no, I know. I know what Aaron Boone said. I'm well aware of what Aaron Boone said out loud. But like I've detailed in the past, like last year, I was told Luis Severino was scratched because he was celebrating his birthday. Um, and it turned out to be fucking Tommy John surgery. So I'm not listening to beat writers speculating. I'm not even listening to Aaron Boone. Say, and if you watch the clip, they're like, is it related? Is it Tommy John a possibility? And he's like, eh, uh, ugh. I uh, no, I, 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 I've been, you know, I, I, we, I don't think I, the way I've been told it's, it's no, it's not. Uh, uh. So like, if you're taking that dogmatically, then God bless you. But like, I think most people were probably waiting for the, the information to arrive and potentially the other shoe to drop. Um, like you said, Britain, Britain wasn't at full strength yet. So this makes two people who were sort of knocked back in their off season program. Clark Schmidt somehow didn't really feel up to speed when you re- reported either started throwing hard, worked too fast, Velo got too hard, hurt his elbow. Britain, horrible bout with COVID, was trying to work himself into shape, but wasn't really anywhere close to game shape yet. And, you know, felt fine during the bullpen session, arm hurt afterwards. Luckily, it is just something that is cut and dry and can be fixed with surgery. You know, it's, it's scary to think about a surgery, but it's a bone chip. They are getting rid of it. After the surgical procedure, there will be no more, no more bone chip. Like, it, it's all rehab now. He'll probably be progressives. Home court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff. You definitely could not do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage for Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Rested for four to six weeks. Get back into a throwing program, which is going to have to be a little bit more intense because once he wasn't really in a throwing program yet anyway. Um, honestly, it's not crazy to say he wasn't going to have appeared till the end of April, even if he hadn't had a bone spur surgery, considering where he was at at this point in the spring. Totally fine. 
anybody, if you want to panic, you're more than welcome to. If you want to say typical Yankees, go ahead, have a field day. But last time I checked, this team cares about being healthy in October, not whether or not Zach Britton is eligible for Memorial Day baseball. So you will see Zach Britton and you'll see him long before the playoffs and you'll see him, you know, with more than enough time to get into a rhythm for when the postseason hopefully occurs. And this is why you accrue bullpen arms. This is why you sign, you turn Adam Ottavino, who you don't totally trust, into Justin Wilson and Darren O'Day because now you have four guaranteed back-end guys while Britain rehabs. Britain might be their best. Britain may have been their best reliever yeah. uh, the past two years, but you have four bona fide back-end dudes who you trust, who can carry these innings without Britain. You also have Nick Nelson and Jonathan Loizaga in the middle. Um, people like them a lot, and the Yankees like them a lot. You also have Lucas Litke, who we've all been ruminating about. God, this guy has thrown three shutout innings with eight strikeouts. It's a shame they can't find an opening day roster spot for him. Well, guess guess what? Here's an opening day roster spot for him. That's why you don't speculate about these things so far ahead of time. If he continues to pitch the way he has through the first week and a half of spring training, he'll make. I think he'll make this team. Um, he's probably the only internal option they're considering for that lefty role. There are plenty of guys like Michael King who might not have gotten a roster spot who now have a renewed shot at it. Nick Goody is another one. Guys who can slide onto the bottom part of the bullpen without Britain in the back end. I think Letke's the favorite, and it, it's apparently Letke. We've been saying it very wrong, right? It's Litke. Litke. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to learn it because either way, his name is going to be said a lot by a lot of people in the coming weeks. Um, but the Yankees have internal options. Thomas, they also do have external options if they want to make a go at it. And and if they were to sign any of these external back-end guys, uh, when Britain returns in like mid-June or July, suddenly you have like six trusted late-inning relievers in addition to Nelson and Loisica. Um, That's really impressive. So it's kind of a, you know, this is something to entertain. Yeah, you got Shane Green still out there, former Yankee, Brad Peacock. He's a lefty. Uh, he's a righty. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a righty? Who yeah. am I thinking of? I don't know. It doesn't matter, though. Eh, we well, still sign Brad Peacock. Yeah, he's not. He's not a lefty. There's the news. Uh, we have Roberto Osuna, who we will absolutely no. not be signing because we don't need another domestic violence controversy on this team. Uh, Jose Alvarez, Juan Nicasio. I don't know if these. Oh, our boy, David Robertson. Why not bring him back? Well, we'll have, and hey, this could uh, another spot for Adam Warren, too, even though that was uh, th that felt like it, it was his performance at the onset felt like he was going to make the roster anyway. So I don't know. Don't have the numbers in front of me. Don't know exactly how many spots are going to be reserved for certain people, but I think we have the necessary reinforcements in the organization and on free agency if, and in free agency, if need be. However, hot take though. What about just slotting Davey Garcia into the rotation, six man rotation for the first half of the season. Yep. See what happens. Eat innings up. Don't have to worry about taxing the bullpen. Make Garrett Cole go every fifth day. And then what's the best part of all this? You get Tyone, the proper rest he needs. You get Kluber, the proper rest he needs. You get Domingo Herman, the proper rest he needs. You get Garcia, the proper rest he needs. Those are four guys that the Yankees do not want to tax at the onset of the season. Herman, Kluber, Tyone have pitched. Uh, Kluber and Tyone especially pitched very little since the start of 2019. Davey. Only six starts last year, has not had a whole ton of workload under his belt at the major league level, barely any in AAA. I know the plan was to probably start him off in AAA, get him back up to speed, but guess what? Now you can get him a few starts at the major league level and kind of manipulate where you want to put him. 
Cole still goes every fifth day. You got Monty, who still probably needs to build himself back up because last year was his uh, official return from Tommy John, and he didn't get a regular workload as the rest of the world did not. So I think a six-man rotation could be a very good answer to this. And then you have a guy like Litke who could be trans, you know, transferred between AAA and, and the big league roster uh, in the first half of the season if you really need it. And then you go on from there with your options. But plenty of... Uh, scenarios for Aaron Boone and the Yankees to go with. I don't think that this is devastating for the Yankees. They've dealt with so many injuries and so many worse situations than this. They'll be able to get by and uh, you look at the bright side, they'll be further fortified for the second half run. And it's always promising when everything's starting to come together when it really matters. Yeah. It's so in vogue to cry about this. I just, I can't be upset about something that's, that's cut and dry. Like, It'll probably be a little while before Zach Britton returns uh, to the Yankees. And, you know, we know the Yankees, they're going to tout him as a deadline acquisition when he returns. That's an annoying thing that they always do. Get used, get ready for it now. Um, <clears throat> but if you're a Yankee fan and you saw that Zach Britton woke up with elbow pain and was sent for an MRI on Monday, and then you get a, you know, the news that breaks is that he had the same issue Gio Urshela did. And Urshela was knocking on the door being ready for spring games by like, February 23rd after having surgery on December 3rd. Like, can you really be that upset? The season hasn't started yet. Um, you know, I, I'm one to overreact to every injury I see too. And, and you know, it's, it's natural. You, you don't want people to get hurt. And a lot of Yankees have gotten hurt and Yankee fans are, are, you know, you look at the replies to all these surgery tweets and it's every 15 year old who was ever born with pain, pain, uh, Mickey mouse season, Yankees suck. Just like, all this trash just if you if you're on twitter if you're scrolling through the replies if you're 15 and upset and you decided to go to the replies reevaluate take a deep breath zach Britton will the next time you if you're in the twitter replies you probably don't watch yankee games so the next time you watch one zach Britton will be back it's fine it'll be it'll be a playoff game next time you watch the yankee game it'll, it'll really all be okay the yankees don't face the red sox until june so um you know that's yeah, it's, it's just it's it's hard for me to get into a, a lather about this anymore. And I refuse to. Uh, that being said, something I will get upset about. <clears throat> Clint Frazier ran into a wall in Tuesday's spring training game to attempt to rob a home run uh, in back of Luis Sessa. Right. Interesting idea. Interesting idea by Clint Frazier. Unfortunately, he missed most of 2018 recovering from post-concussion syndrome after running into a wall in spring training in 2018 head first. He still felt the effects in 2019. This dangerous journey took two years to overcome, and Frazier thought it was a great idea to full-bore pursue a fly ball in the middle of a March 9th spring training game, and he ended up on the dirt warning track Injury luck, injury bad luck is one thing. You can't prevent bad luck and injuries, compound injuries, and it's it's scary, and it can be scary to be a Yankee fan. I think it's fair for me to be upset at Clint Frazier for sprinting into a wall in the middle of March again when you've already done that to yourself and you saw the after effects. You cannot, cannot be doing that. That's not dumb luck. That's That's the residue of dumb design. Yeah, and I'm glad we don't have a video of it. We just have the picture of him laying down on his back um, and a concerned man in the stands looking down like, oh, shit, what just happened? Uh, I, I just don't know how. I mean, maybe it is. And it was just a freak play where he's like, I'm going to get this and I'm going to do it. But 
they got to be reiterating to these guys like we're please just go 50 percent like we already know we already know 20 percent i don't care (laughs) we already saw what clint's capable of he's made massive strides in his defensive game clearly the 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 uh post-concussion symptoms affected him to the point where he he was not able to defend adequately over in 2018 and and 2019 and we saw we got a little cup of coffee last year about uh, and saw what he was capable of at full strength so there is no re- he doesn't he doesn't need any defensive refinement during spring training um and that just needs to be reiterated for all the guys in the dugout because we know how fragile especially the outfielders are all it's going to take we we look at the NFL we're talking about concussions every other week there's these there's cases with the veterans uh the veterans committee or whatever it is settling these lawsuits because the league doesn't take care of them and and the lingering effects are are detrimental as especially as you get older and and these guys have had multiple concussions over their career and the symptoms don't go away really can't afford this um i hope clint's okay uh, I'm not too happy about it, but w- what are you going to do? W- w- really? What am I going to do? I'm I'm just sitting at home and they're at spring training. So I can't do anything. Um, thankfully that w- there's, this is an okay update and <laughs> that there, he went out and he, 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 uh, he was good enough to uh, go up to the plate and hit. So yeah, stayed in the game, made a nice catch. Hopefully a whole lot of nothing. And hopefully we get Britain back in the second half of the year, maybe even sooner. And we can move on from all this, but I, yeah. I don't want any of this anymore. No, it's all fine, but I am still mad. And Clint, you just, you cannot be doing that. We're going to take a quick roll with Coda and roll on over to our digital fare management system that lets you digitize dollars and save money. Every time you ride, never pay more than $4 and 50 cents a day or $62 a month. No matter how many times you ride, learn more at Coda.com forward slash transit app. Break. When we come back, we're going to wrap it up with a little Gary Sanchez talk. Stick around. Welcome back to the Go Yard podcast. Yeah, we're we're fully past the point where I need any more spring training. Like I don't I don't think I'm alone in saying that either. It's like the first spring training game is so joyful. People are like screaming from the rooftops. It's like February 23rd. It's still cold in New York. It's beautiful in the south. People are on the baseball field. The baseball looks so white. It's gleaming. The window of joy for spring training games is like February 23rd to February 26th. I'm already done. I couldn't care. If you told me they were suspending the rest of spring training, best decision they could make. We don't need to play these games. The people who need to be ready look ready. And the people who aren't ready yet will get ready because they could, they could uh, you know, work off the field, lower velocity, you know, until the season starts. I just don't, I don't, I, I understand they need to ramp up. I totally get it. But at, at a certain point, it feels like the risk outweighs the reward. I wake up every day clenching my butt cheeks, hoping that nobody got hurt doing routine activity um, in a game that doesn't matter. And of course, you know, on, on Tuesday with the Zach Britton news and Clint Frazier going, you know, full bore at a wall uh, unnecessarily. But there are some positives uh, that do need to be addressed uh, that have continued for the first week and a half, two weeks of spring training. Um, Jay Bruce hit another bomb on Tuesday. That guy's <laughs> feels like that guy's got a roster spot locked up. Mm-hmm. I don't know whose roster spot, but uh, starting to feel like a very real possibility that guy makes a team. Uh, Glaber Torres is hitting 417. DJ LeMay is hitting 357. Aaron Judge is hitting 150, but he's hitting Rockets. Most importantly, perhaps though, Gary Sanchez hit his third home run of the spring on Tuesday. It was another moonshot. He's hitting line drives to the opposite field. He ripped an oppo homer. He's jacking balls to left field. Um, he looks as good as he's looked 
It is spring training. It comes with all the caveats in the universe, but you cannot be mad at what Gary Sanchez is bringing you right now. And Aaron Judge got the MVP buzz going. That seems moderately insane. But other than that level of speculation, I do think it's fair to be like, damn, Gary looks good. He does. Four for 11, three bombs, two walks, three strikeouts, uh, and zero errors in 24 innings on defense. Two caught stealing. Um, Guess what? Spring training only matters for non-roster invites and Gary Sanchez. Sadly, that's where we are in Yankee world, uh, given his last largely disappointing three seasons. I know the first half of 2018 was incredible, but uh, came crashing down. And um, we saw in the Dominican Winter League this year, it was the same type deal. Like you look at Gary, if he's playing, it, you know what Aaron Judge is capable of. You know what Aaron Hicks is capable of. You know what DJ LeMay he was capable of. So if they're hitting or they're not hitting it, it really doesn't matter. But Gary Sanchez, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of uncertainty. If he's performing well, it could be the sign of a rebound or in the meantime, it just silences people from being critical because if he's performing badly, then it's like, oh, he's not performing well against inferior talent. And now opening day is a few weeks away when the talent's going to get better. So now what? Uh, I, I couldn't be happier for the guy because this is exactly what he needs. He just needs intermittent bombs to shut people up. He needs the non earth shattering error that's going to make him look like a fool in the field, which we've sadly seen so many times because we don't want it. And we know he's capable of more. I'm loving the way he's swinging. The bat seems to have a much more relaxed and picky approach at the plate, which is exactly what he's needed because a lot of the criticism last year was like, uh, does he know what pitch is coming? Because he just swung after the ball arrived in the catcher's mitt. So we don't really know what's going on. Um, nonetheless, it seems like he's done a lot of work, uh, to refine his swing and improve his defense, because I think zero errors in 24 innings is fairly significant for him, especially right out of the jump, because you look at so many players who are trying to shake off the rust and Gary's kind of jumping right into it. Maybe the little work in the uh, Dominican winter league helped him out. I sure hope it did. I love what we're looking at. I love how this is a storyline we can at least put behind us for the moment as we head toward opening day, because I didn't really want to hear the boo birds about Gary Sanchez. Last thing we want, we just didn't need another narrative um, of this sort. Uh, anyway, just to get off topic real quick, I know we were discussing Jay Bruce and how he's kind of just motoring towards a roster spot. It, fe- it feels like a, a surefire guarantee at this point. Uh, interesting scenario. Shall I propose? Go ahead and propose. Yeah, trade Mike Talkman for a reliever. Yeah. And you get you free up the roster spot there. And then maybe you don't want to carry Litke because you want to stash him at AAA. You get somebody who's uh, a bit more established. I don't know who it would be. It's Mike Talkman. I don't know what his trade value is. Apparently, Brian Cashman has been getting a lot of calls about him this offseason. I, I don't once again, I don't know what that means anyway. Um, I think that could be an interesting scenario. Yet again, you look at it, Talkman's technically losing a roster spot to Jay Bruce. So the incoming reliever would be taking a roster spot from somebody else. I don't really know what I'm talking Zach about. <laughs> but oh well, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Okay. So I guess I guess I did have it right. Yeah. I cool. mean, Jay, Jay Bruce, Jay Bruce is homering every damn day. So yeah. like at this point, Jay Bruce is in the lineup. He hits a home run. He hits to the left, he hits to the right. Like it's hard to look at what Mike Talkman's output has been, who did hit a barreled bomb in his first spring training game. 
But like, I don't know. You hear the Yankees love Talkman's profile. Are they really going to give up on a player whose profile they've always liked so soon? I don't know. Jay Bruce homers every day. How about you <laughs> riddle me that one? Are they really going to give up a guy who is a veteran outfielder, all-star, 30 homer bat, who is absolutely in perfect shape to start the season and can back up at first base. It keeps coming back to me to the fact that they haven't asked Talkman to back up first base and he had to volunteer the information himself. And Jay Bruce is already backing up first base and coming in in the late innings and games in which he doesn't start getting a lot of opportunities to prove himself. Um, if the Yankees don't bring him on the opening day roster, I'm sure somebody else will give Jay Bruce a roster spot. There are plenty of bad teams that could use that bat, especially after how he's performed. Uh, and the Gary Sanchez thing, the two cost stealings for me too. It's like people have tried to punk Gary early. It's like they were like, I watched your your 2020 season. I think I'm going to go steal on you. And he's like, no, I don't think you will, actually. I think think I'm very ready to throw you out. It's impressive that he's been ready to excel in all facets of the game already after a horrible 60 games. He said it himself. You know, I'm always going to have that bad season. And it wasn't really a full season. But what can you do? I have to listen to people's criticism. And all I can do is go out there and be better. I mean, he he looks tone tan fit and ready so far. Mm Mm-hmm. He does. So a lot of good stuff to really. It's a shame that some of this stuff is kind of getting overshadowed by all this bullshit from Tuesday. But I like where we're at overall. You knew some bad injury news was going to come. And if this is the worst of it, hopefully this is the worst of it. Then I think I'll be able to swallow that pill. And Yankee fans should be able to as well. Very much set up in uh in a situation to prepare for the worst uh, based on the moves Brian Cashman made this offseason. And guess what, dude? As long as the starting rotation can stay healthy, I'm not saying that I'd rather sacrifice other spots of the roster because I don't want to sacrifice anything, but just keep the rotation healthy because that's really what we're going to need. And if we have to deal with minor injuries here and there, which we're so used to doing with pitchers, Britain was out last year with an injury. Glaber yep. was out last year with an injury. Judge and Stanton were last year out last year with an injury. At the end of the day, we were kind of fine. We were one bad pitch away from getting to the ALCS. So we can handle the little stuff in between. Just don't give us any disastrous news about the starting rotation and uh, let's try to get most of our players on the field for a good portion of the season. And, and that's, I think it's a world series recipe. We'll leave you with Zach Britton's most recent tweet. I appreciate the support from everyone. We all have daily challenges. We have to overcome in order to reach our goals. Just have to keep pushing ahead. I will get this taken care of during the upcoming week and be back as soon as I can. Zach, we will see you. Everybody else. We'll see you too. Uh, this has been the Inks Go Yard podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Adam Weinerm. You can find both of us on the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all your favorite places to listen to Yanks Podcasts and find other podcasts. Please rate and review five stars and leave us a mailbag question if that's something you'd like to do. Please do. And I'm Thomas Carinante. You can find me on Twitter at Tommy's underscore takes. Please head on over to yanksgoyard.com. We got all the content and news updates there for you. Talk to us on the official Yanks Go Yard Twitter account at Yanks Go Yard FS. And until then, folks, the next time we'll see you is Pizza Friday. Pizza Friday. See ya. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know, your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know, a falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. 
Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.